0: There is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the fangirl zone. Welcome to Sci Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows that used to be on the sci fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And
1: I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing Episode 5 of the final season of The Expanse.
0: No, maybe not. I literally (laughs) just seen something today that the hopes for Season 7 are not dead. Oh, absolutely
1: not. I know that they had a thing in New York City with the executive producers, including the writers, Stephen Stray and Car Gee.
0: I'm like, it's crazy how it keeps popping up. I'm like, all right, it's not dead? Alright. No. Dead. It is no, not, not dead. dead. <laughs> no, Which, it is not dead yet. I think that really gives me hope because this is episode five. Yep. And there's only one more episode. And seriously, I have no idea how they're gonna wrap this up after seeing this episode. <laughs> I'm seriously, I'm like, what? This is
1: Yeah, this one got know. ramped up.
0: Yeah, and it feels like, okay, they're definitely leaving it so they can do the rest. Right. But cheese and rice, if they don't do anymore. (laughs) Okay. It's like, okay, it's okay. It's all right. (laughs) But I just keep telling myself because I don't know how we're going to get through this otherwise. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So shall we jump into episode five?
1: Let's do it.
0: Why we fight. Drummer arrives on Ceres to aid the relief effort. Holden tries to convince Solara to release crucial information that might avert catastrophe. Amos and Bobby get a little R&R. <laughs> 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 and Naomi has a difficult and long-awaited reunion. Okay, so that gave a lot. Is all yes, I'm it <laughs> yes, it
1: did. Yes, it did.
0: Yes, because I feel like maybe something's going to happen, maybe it's not, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, I don't want to give it away till we get there, is basically yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> so, we will jump in and continue with what's happening and all of my confusion along the way. Although that's funny, a little R&R, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> On Laconia, we open with Kara in the Glade on Laconia, pleading with the strange dog to revive her brother's aunt. And she ends up like falling asleep because she's so exhausted from just crying and screaming and i'm still trying to figure out how nobody noticed a little kid walking off with a body basically right
1: it had to be really late at night
0: yeah it's like hello did nobody pay attention (laughs) but when she wakes up she notices that the slab is still there but the body is not and next thing we know we hear kara's parents calling for her and so she pushes the cart into the forest it's like what what are you doing
1: Hiding the evidence. (laughs) And then
0: she kind of runs and she's hiding from all the adults who are looking for her. Right. But then I swear she's looking around going, oh, crap, where am I? Like she was afraid. But then she starts wandering and I don't know if it's like a pull towards something or if she just was trying to find her way back to the glade. But she ends up seeing Zan sitting among not one, but three of those strange dogs. And he's alive. And uh, you had a much better view of this than I, apparently. (laughs) Because I didn't see it on my TV. I got a big screen. And I did not see it. I don't know if it's like you had your color adjusted just right. But apparently his eyes were glowing faintly blue.
1: Yeah, there was a little bit there. Not much. I mean, because it was mostly black
0: okay that's of... what i was seeing and i'm thinking right. okay maybe because sometimes i hit the button where it's like oh yeah show director view or whatever where it's like doesn't get as bright as you want it it's suddenly super dark it's like wait that was bad right <laughs> i don't want to see a black screen no uh-huh. <laughs> but the glow could it be the molecule? at least it wasn't going red because then you just think right. evil yes
1: <laughs> but... but it
0: did kind of remind me of that
1: Blue goo.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember what... Oh my God, she was from season one. I totally forget her name. I interviewed her. The one who was infected by the protocol. Yeah, molecule. Julie Mao. Yeah, thank you. I was trying to remember what her eyes looked like, like if it changed, and I can't remember because it's been so long now. Right. <laughs> so if anybody yeah. else knows, yeah, let us know. Like, did it change yeah, I, a little bit?
1: I think hers were almost solid blue especially in the scenes that we saw with um her and
0: <laughs> we're forgetting everybody's forgetting
1: names, <laughs> names. yeah the detective yes. on venus
0: like i see his face but i can't think of his name yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't remember it just seems like ages but anyway let's get back to lakonia and zan and zan doesn't recall dying but he remembers feeling scared and hearing his sister's voice which I'm like, okay, does that mean he wasn't gone? Are they trying to talk about like, oh, his soul was still there? Or, I mean, that could be a whole different dive. Like, you can go down rabbit holes for days. Right. And the big thing
1: here was he mentions prostrate. Okay. And that's kind of. Building block type stuff, so.
0: Because I was like, what is he talking about? But then it's weirder because he's like, oh, I didn't notice that before. And he's right, pointing he's, and it's like, what are you looking at?
1: What, yeah, what are you seeing? We don't get his viewpoint of what he's seeing. And I think that's just because they didn't want to give it away.
0: <laughs> so he obviously sees something that nobody else can. Right. And he really doesn't seem the same as before because when Kara hugs him, he doesn't hug her back right away. Right. And then as the camera pulls away, you see his arm go up and like hug her. It's like, oh, is he learning? So weird. I don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, okay, kids, I've said it in so many of our shows. (laughs) When they have kids do stuff like this, it's just freaking creepy.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Talking about creepy. We see Marco, who just makes me want to slap him. But he's watching a news segment detailing unrest on iPetus. And the repercussions of Drummer's speech from last week's episode. And Rosenfeld is urging Marco to keep the faith. And Marco's just like, they're saying it's my war. And I'm thinking, well...
1: It is your war.
0: (laughs) Not exactly lying. Yeah. But, of course, Rosenfeld's like, we can head to Medina Station and conquer the world beyond the ring. We don't have to worry about everybody here and their short-sightedness. And I'm thinking... Really? You're just like, I don't care. We're going to leave all of them here. We're done. We're going to go be tyrants somewhere else. That's how I felt. I still don't know what she's after because it just doesn't feel like she's 100% on Marco's side. I'm going to beat that drum until I see otherwise, but she has a feel like she's not there for him.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm sure she has her own agenda, but I'm not sure it's going to make it any
0: difference (laughs) okay i would say but i don't know i could be wrong i've been wrong before with the show (laughs) and it's just like the way they play the characters which is great when they really play it close to the vest you never know well we see that rosenfeld receives notification about the victory at medina station on her hand terminal which holy shikes yeah and of course this is cause for celebration but did you notice that even when she showed marco what was going on he didn't like smile a little bit or anything
1: no he didn't flinch at all i think he's just like no i think he knew exactly what was going to happen
0: i think he's still mad though they're like oh these belters are like pulling away from me
1: yeah i'm sure he's mad about the unrest
0: (laughs) i mean if you had those giant rail guns yeah i definitely think you knew what was going to happen but what did you think mars People were selling him your technology. So what did you think was going to happen exactly? Right. He wasn't going to be happy singing kumbaya with you. No. (laughs) Anyway, we find out from Philip's point of view that Tadeo is locked in a cell aboard the Pella. But why? Well, we learned that Tadeo breached protocol by sending a signal to the Sari station to locate his missing brother. And of course, Philip's like, you could have given away our position. And it's like, because Philip gets really, what's the word? Passionate. I'm like, that's the right word for it. Yeah. About some things like we've seen last episode.
1: Right. Yeah. He's still fired up about drummer's speech. But he's about to get a slap in the face.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because you see how quickly he changes. It's like, is this just teenage hormones is what I'm wondering, too. Because, wow. I mean, he's not necessarily a teenager anymore, but, wow, he goes from, like, zero to 60 in, like, no time. Yes. Of course, we find out that Philip still has access That kind of surprised me, though. I will tell you that. So we'll get to what Philip does. Again, total turnaround. It's like, what? Swear to God, this kid. But Rosenfeld, who is still with Marco, shows him footage of Philip's speech, like I was talking about, after Drummer's transmission. And Philip's monologue is proof that Marco's a good daddy. It's like, is it, though?
1: Right, yeah. Or (laughs) is he a good
0: brainwasher?
1: Yeah, with his speech after Drummer's, it was just a little too much Marco Jr. for my taste, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, it was a lot. And yeah, I wasn't feeling it. But like I said, last episode, when he walks out, you see his face change. Like he's just saying that to get them riled up. Right. So I don't know. But we do see that Alexander does an excellent job of conveying Marco's vulnerabilities, if not his emotion, because we don't get to see too much of that. Right. Except headedness. Yes. Like I said, Philip still has access, so he goes snooping for some information for Tadeo's brother. He revisits Tadeo and drops the bad news that his brother died on Ceres amid the explosions on the dock. And that's when Tadeo breaks down, blaming himself for his brother's death. And Philip's like, What are you talking about? You were here, it's not your fault which again surprises me that he's trying to comfort him because he actually went into the cell. Right. And that's when Tadeo cites that Marco ordered them to rig the dock with explosives and the commander of the Free Navy assured them no belters would suffer harm. And big surprise, that was a lie. And when Philip sits next to him and he puts his arm around him to comfort him, you kind of like have the camera pan up and you see those tears that are like unshed in his eyes. Yes,
1: yes. And it's
0: like, okay, is he going to get mad enough to do something though?
1: Right. Could the image, this possibly be the last straw for Philip?
0: The image was, I thought, pretty
1: powerful. Absolutely.
0: And it pretty much mirrors the scene from season five with Naomi embracing Philip, reminding us everything serves a purpose in The Expanse. All the little things are trying to connect, but there's so much to connect. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is irrelevant. And it was a pretty beautiful moment with Philip. Kind of portraying his inner Naomi and makes me wonder if he's realizing at this point, like, fully everything that Naomi said to him is true. That it wasn't just her trying to manipulate him or something like Marco always said. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, one episode, can they fix anything with that? (laughs) I don't see it. Somebody, come on. Season 7. Yep. Give us more. I want to stress out. I know Christina's out there in listener land going... Read the book.
1: (laughs) You know she is.
0: (laughs) With the S, because there's so many. But let's go to Drummer. Holy shnight. Drummer has a horde of ships. What? Where'd they all come from? Right. And they're all pulling those supplies to Series Station, which I was like, oh, this is good, right? This means people are leaving the Free Navy. That's not so Yes.
1: Yeah, well, either leaving or the ones that were still hiding came out of hiding to help Drummer, one of the two.
0: Oh, see, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. And I love when Drummer's on the call and you have, like, some rando. He's like, we have to board your ships. And right, yeah. We have to do <laughs> And Mr. Hardass, like, rah, rah, rah. rah. And then suddenly, Avasala is on screen, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> You're free to dock. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be treated like a sovereign nation. You're fine, don't worry. So they kind of exchange pleasantries. Drummer is very harsh sometimes, but so can Avaslara. It can be both ways. But Avaslara does propose that they continue their conversation in person. After all, hey, we're both on series, right? Let's do this. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be super awesome. Right. (laughs) Of course, Drummer reminds the Secretary General that she's only there to dispense supplies to the Belters and be on her way. And then click, off she goes. I love when She does the hand signal, you know, it's like off the screen. yes. In transmission. It's like, ooh, she's like harsh. And I think Avis Solara is like, you know what? I like this lady.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She's (laughs) got some gumption.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No nonsense. I dig it. Next thing we know, we see Joseph seeing the doctor with Michio with drummer by his side. And I was like, what the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) Because you just see something on his arm. Yeah. And it freaked me out because I'm like, what am I looking at? It's and then it's an I arm cried. trying to
1: regrow, but yeah. it wasn't growing
0: <laughs> because like, I don't know if it was like, I didn't look at the whole thing or couldn't take it in or something. Right. But I just seen like the little fingers moving. I'm like, what the hell is on his arm? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, oh, they're trying to regrow the arm. And then the doc's right. like, yeah, it's not working. So we have to remove bad tissue. So I'm it was weirding me out. It's like, what is the bad tissue? But, Drummer did say she had to regrow her spine, so they're at least throwing it back. I didn't know how it was supposed to be, and I'm like, regrew your spine? Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, that was
1: a a real intense situation for Drummer back a few seasons ago.
0: Yeah, I remember her in like the metal skeleton. I was like trying to think of what it was. Right, yes. But I I don't remember them saying she was regrowing her spine, but that was just weird. But they did tell Joseph, like I said, yeah, this ain't gonna work. We're gonna have to get you a prosthetic. So we need to remove the rest of the bad arm. And Michio looked so upset, like, yeah, well, that may have been on me. Yeah. So I just kind of, I love you, chop, chop, chop. Hey, <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? You didn't want him to die. Nope. But Drummer has a video message from Naomi on her terminal. And... I think we've all been waiting to see what's going to happen because right. we see our boss man actively avoiding Naomi this season. But now everyone's on series, so it's a little harder to do. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it possible? Of course, anything's possible. But Oh, yeah. Later on, Michio informs Drummer about staying at the station with Joseph while he heals. And I love that Drummer's like, oh, we can take turns. And she's like, no, that's not what I meant.
1: Yeah, you still have work to do. Go do it.
0: I think that really surprised Drummer. Oh, absolutely it did. Because like a minute ago, Michio was like, I don't want to leave you guys. I'm staying right here. Yep. And then now she's like, nope, I'm staying with Joseph. We'll figure it out and we'll do what we got to do. And I don't know if that hurt Drummer because it's one of the last of her crew, like her original crew or what. Oh, absolutely. I think it was rough. Yeah. And this kind of hurt, I think, the fans. Right here. Because drummer tells Michio that I didn't love you because of everything that <laughs> we were Belter fam. I didn't love you because we were fighters. I loved you because you were builders. Yep. And it's like I wasn't required to. It was because of what we were trying to do. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like that hurt me, cut me deep. Yep. And she does it with just such a stoic look on her face the whole time. And I think that's what was even worse. Right. Because It's like, how are you holding everything in? Like, you're making me cry. Yeah. You're just like, nope, I got this. I can't ruin my eyeliner, kind of thing. (laughs) It's like, you go, girl. Yeah. But when
1: she, yeah. But when Michu tells her to go, when she turns around, you get to see how much it actually affected her to have to go through that.
0: Cargi. Holy crap. I'm just saying. Yes. Like, amazing. Yes. Amazing. You need to win all the awards. Okay. Let's keep going. We see drummer getting a security check line later, but a guard stops. I love this because I'm like, oh man, he's gonna start some shit.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too. Was he was gonna give her all kinds of
0: hell? It's like you're drummer. She's like, yeah, and, and like she's ready Whatever. to go. <laughs> she's like, all right, yeah, let's Jesus square God. up. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, you have priority access. You can go to the front. What? Like, yeah. no, oh no, I'll, wait, I'll stay mind. here. Yeah. <laughs> and then. That other guy's like, no, you have more important things to do. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because then she kind of slowly starts walking up. Like, she didn't want anybody looking at her, basically. Right. But then we have that other one. Yeah. (laughs) It's Nico, right? Yeah. With, like, a little handheld terminal. What's it like to be the inner's pet? Really? She just brought stuff to save your ass.
1: Exactly.
0: And you're going to be ignorant. I think she they should have, like, just started fighting. Like, Drummer should have no- knocked her out. Like Just right. be done. You're yep. like, what's it like to be on your ass? Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like that's something Drummer would have done normally. And, like, I don't know. I just felt, I'm saying like a lot. Sorry. I, I feel like the other belters around there, because they're happy that Drummer was there bringing them supplies and getting right. stuff done. Whereas Margot, like, stripped them and then hey, let's blow some shit up. Right. And then you still have Nico like, oh no, we need to be loyal for just the belt. Well, you know what? She is just for the belt. Yeah. She is bringing stuff and helping you guys and like taking it back from the pirate Marco who took it all from you. So yeah, she should have totally laid her out. (laughs) Of course, that's just my opinion. Anyway. Then it gets worse. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Drummer and Naomi. The reunification you think this is going to be good right on the tiny no 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 (laughs) wow i'm like did it get cold in here or what
1: yeah it went well below zero in this scene
0: because naomi finally gets to learn what happened to drummer's belter family and drummer essentially lost them all because she chose to save the rossi putting her on marco's shit list and i love that naomi's like well Do you regret it? And she's like, I did what I did. Yep. But really, Naomi, that's what you need to ask. Do you (laughs) Maybe no. Maybe that's not the way you go. Read the room. And next thing we know, Naomi's urging Drummer to meet with Lara, And that's just great because then Drummer loses it. Yes. Accusing Naomi of being on the inner side only and sacrificing her own people. And the whole back and forth, Naomi's like, no, I carved my own path, and I did what I did to save who I loved, and I'm like, these two. If the passion wasn't so high just in each of them, you would just be like, you're so stupid. But they just both truly believe in everything that they're, that doing. they're doing. Yes, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So finally, Naomi's like, what can we do to, situ- to remedy the situation? Is there another way besides banding together with who we're perceiving as the enemy because all we can do right now is fight for the ones that we love. And I think that's a little harder for Naomi right now since she loves Oh, (laughs) absolutely. And, well, that might come across as insensitive, given Drummer's situation in the department. But I think that's exactly what Drummer needed to hear because she embraces her friend and starts basically cussing Naomi up and down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of F-bombs in that scene.
1: Yes there was, but she was hugging Naomi so <laughs> it was just like
0: Yeah, she was holding all of them. Obviously I don't think I got any this to go around.
1: <laughs> no, she didn't. And you really can see that drummer is really torn here because she loves Naomi just as much as her crew. Right. And it's just so hard for her to balance what the the inner's history with what's going on right now. And it just tears her apart that Naomi is able to move past what the inners were at one time and basically accept what they are now.
0: I'm wondering if it's because Naomi has seen a lot more on the Rossi than Oh absolutely you know, drummer. Yes,
1: absolutely it's because of that.
0: Well, we'll see how things work out, since we're gonna go talk about Ava Solara and those two come together which surprised the hell out of me. Yeah. But we have Admiral Carino and the MCRN confront the Free Navy Forces guarding Medina Station near the Ring Gate. Now, we all knew this was going to just end badly. Yes. (laughs) Because unfortunately for them, the ships fall prey to Marco's toy. All of the rail guns situated on the station's exterior. This is just great. Yeah, those guns just... I don't even want to say decimated. They, like, poof, they're gone. The vessels, like, what the heck?
1: Annihilate, maybe, is the better word. Yeah. (laughs) Because there was no survivors.
0: No. They didn't even have a chance to, like, move. No. Whoa, this was crazy. Avaslar receives the debriefing regarding Medina Station and Marco's acquisition of railguns. Definitely changed the game. Avaslar's council wants to, strike back and send forces to counterattack. Really? Really? Did you not see the same thing we seen? Right! Exactly! <laughs> Excuse me? However, Avicelar believes the UN MCRN would be sending folks to their death if they don't give them a fighting chance. And when she dismisses everyone, she asks Bobby, who is back at her side, if she's gone soft. And I'm thinking, uh-oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Watch your words carefully, Bobby! <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, initially, she doesn't want to answer, or at least not an honest answer. And finally, she does blow up saying that, yeah, maybe you did get soft and war involves fighting. But hey, Bobby, you're a Marine. You're a Martian Marine. War's in your blood. So Avaslora is not quite the same. Not quite soft, but not quite the same as you.
1: Right. But I'm thinking, again, how are you
0: getting rid of those guns? you got to think about that.
1: Yes, absolutely you got to think about that. That comes first. (laughs) Yeah,
0: not just like, oh, we'll just send a whole bunch. Okay, they can't get us all. That's not what we want to (laughs) say.
1: They had five or six rail guns on Medina Station. Your forces are just not big enough anymore.
0: No, they're not. And after informing Monica about Prax's contribution to help Earth's rehabilitation, our Secretary General holds a visit with Holden. I thought that was interesting that she's telling Monica. It's like, is this so Monica can put it in, like, the little videos? But yes, hopefully absolutely. Not sell, hopefully not sell Prax out.
1: No, I don't think they would sell Prax out. It, I don't think Avasalar even mentioned him by name It's just, Actually, she called him a belter. Which oh, that's right. Actually, I guess you're considering the one. But
0: okay. So, yeah, maybe she won't mess it up and get him killed. Fingers crossed.
1: And then we get to one-up each other. <laughs> oh,
0: this just gets nuts. Like, yes. oh, back and forth. So, Holden ends up showing Avisalara Dr. Akoye's discovery. Those who travel through the Ring Gate vanish without a trace, just like the Barkeith. And Holden proposes to share this information with. Marco, what? Yeah. (laughs) I love Avaslara's face because I think it was my face. I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Because every time someone passes through the ring gates, they risk potentially damaging the solar system.
1: Destroying the solar system. Yeah, that's true. It's like
0: not (laughs) even just damage, going way beyond that. And the ring gates share connection with the illus artifact. Whatever's in there is quite angry. Of course, Avoslaar is like you've lost your damn mind. Yes, you are so naive. <laughs> then she shares the rail guns, that whole fun little footage with Holden, and he's like, "Well, great." And Avoslaar is like, "Well, you know what? What about drummer? How's she? It's like what? How are you just changing speeds like crazy? Yes. Like, <laughs> we are changing directions. Jeez. I don't know what's happening. And I think that's what's steps What of
1: you, Holden? <laughs>
0: And Holden's like, yeah, Drummer's good. She hates Marco, so, but she hates Inners just as much. You know, there's a few exceptions, not many. Yeah, Drummer went from possessing like one ship, if that, to right. flying yeah. into series with eight ships and ammo and all heck loads of supplies. So she would be a heck of an ally, and that's what I was surprised actually kind of shows up at the end. Oh yeah. I feel like it's a real uneasy alliance at this point.
1: Oh, absolutely it is.
0: Because all of a sudden you see Ava Solaro walking through series, and I love, everyone's like, huh?
1: Yeah, <laughs> what is she doing walking through the station?
0: And the pod dog agrees. And she ends up walking up to Drummer, and she's like, did you think I was coming? And she's like, nope, didn't think <laughs> you were going to show up here. And she's like, yeah, well, let's join forces. <laughs> and they shake hands with this uneasy alliance, because I love the, what choice do we have? are you going to kill us after or, you know, whatever. And Officer, I was like, all I can do is say, I'm not going to do that. Right. And it was like, that's not great. Maybe you should write something up, put it in writing. Maybe it's better, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered to Drummer one way or the other.
0: No, but I think it made a big difference with everybody around Drummer seeing what was happening.
1: Right. And of course, you see Monica up on the top level. With her little eye camera getting it all in.
0: Oh, I missed Monica.
1: Yep. She was on that second level and squatting down so she could get a good eye view of it.
0: Oh that's a good one. Well yeah, you know they always say the enemy of my enemy. So we'll see how this plays out. But Drummer asserts that her people will only receive orders from her, not Solara And I love it. She's like, Yeah, I wouldn't take it any other way. Yep. When they shake on it, it wasn't Anybody, like, fighting for control in the handshake, it's just like, all right, these two base queens doing their thing and getting the shit done. All right. Yep. There's going to be a lot of F-bombs dropping now when they're oh, together.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: <laughs> I thought it was interesting because at some point, and I can't remember when, and it may be coming up, it was mentioned about sending a nuke towards the the ring to get rid of the rail guns.
1: Oh, yeah. It was the commander of that. Four or five ship fleet said, use plasma bombs, not nukes.
0: Yeah, because somebody's like, oh, yeah, do you remember what happened last time we tried to do a nuke? The thing almost killed everybody. Yeah. So hopefully nobody's like, oh, let's do that again. Let's talk about our final crew, the Rossi crew. They arrived at Ceres Station and Clarissa informs Holden about the new armor they're supposed to get. And then kind of clues him in about her father and how basically he wanted to do anything that was for the greater good with protomolecule. And it was all because of Holden's kind of like, oh, whatever doesn't get a shot up, you know, that like not paying attention kind of comment. Right. And all the admissions that Clarissa gives us tie in with last week's x-ray when Clarissa learns of her dad's death in prison. So interesting. But it. I feel like it makes it, like, hold a whole lot more weight, but I can't remember if you said Holden was informed about the death. No, I don't think cours- he knew. So yeah. this is supposed to be, like, off-screen that he might have found out. Right. We have Naomi watching a video from Dr. Okoye, which I love how they're bringing in these people who we haven't seen. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> At least super quick. Divulging critical information about what happened to the Barkeep and the Ringgate, And holy cow. I mean, this just keeps adding on and worries me. Yeah. And it's great seeing the supporting characters in the final season, like Prax and Anna and Dr. Okoye. Even though we don't get to see a whole lot of them. Right. At least added them in. Big deal for me.
1: Yep. Absolutely great to bring those three characters back in for the final season.
0: And again, Holden in this moment is super Holden. (laughs) (laughs) Ava Solara needs to see this information. I love how everyone's like, she'll know what to do. It's like, you guys are throwing so much crap on her, though. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, this has got to be rough. But meanwhile, on series, we see Amos grab some, I don't know what, we'll just call it libations at the bar. And he sits and chats up Bobby for a minute after he had visited the brothel. And I love that Amos has scratches, glitter, and lipstick on him. And when she says, is that glitter? And he's like, yeah, I didn't notice it at first. And then yeah. when like the camera pans around, it's like, you see a right. whole lot more.
1: Yes. <laughs> In his beard and everywhere. Yeah.
0: You kind of want to ask him, be like, have you gotten the glitter off you yet? Cause that right. stays forever. <laughs> the little back and forth banter about war and honor. It's like, Oh, is this flirting with these two? Cause. Kind of weird. No,
1: I don't really think it was. I think Amos was ready to stay on the station. He was done. And it really took Bobby explaining what the most important things are. If somebody's got your back, you better have their back. And that actually clicked into a very drunken Amos to go, You're right.
0: And I was surprised what happened too when he tells her about the warhead. Oh, yeah. Like I was expecting it off. Yeah. That was not what I was expecting. No at
1: all. No now I think if she would have been as lit as Amos was, you might have seen a completely different reaction. She might have been trashing that bar, but (laughs) because she wasn't quite as lit as Amos was, it was just like, Well, of course, I should have had a V8. Yeah, type be, moment for her.
0: <laughs> I will be being kind of chill about it. I'm like, this kind of scary. I don't know what to expect now. Right. <laughs> but in the end, when Amos just basically, like you said, everything clicks for him, and it's like, okay, well, I'm going back to the brothel before I go One back to the Rossi. Time. Yeah. It's like, oh, he said it. Okay. It was like pause, dramatic yeah. pause there. Absolutely. And yeah, I love it. And he's like, oh, want to join me? And this is where I'm like, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> because I'm just thinking, okay, he's like, hey, let's go have some fun. And when she asked for clarification, do you mean with him or with you? And I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, with him or with him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because as usual, Amos, his face is, never changes. And he's like, no. ah, either one. And he just walks away. And the camera cuts away as Bobby's like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, So we don't know if she gets up or not. Right. I was seriously like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she has that moment where she's thinking, oh, should I do this? Should I not? And I'm just like, okay. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) She's military. Come on. I really thought it was going to go, like, I don't know, him and Clarissa. But then they kind of almost have like a
1: brother sister relationship.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't say sibling kind of vibe. It's hard to tell though with Amos sometimes. Yes
1: it is. <laughs> and that's there, what makes last a great season, actor. There was some you really thought that he had feelings for Clarissa. And I think he really does. It just didn't matter to him if Bobby was going to join him
0: for a threesome or not. <laughs> yeah, this is just like really weird. I don't know where things are going. It's like uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh don't
1: stress over it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So, any other thoughts on the episode?
1: Just awesome, and wait till you see the finale.
0: Oh, my God. I don't know if I can deal with this.
1: <laughs> well, as always, Fred has provided us some feedback. So, let's hear what the professor from Netherlands thought.
2: Hello, Steve and Sean, and all listeners to The Fan girls Zone. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for... The Expanse, Season 6, Episode 5. I think Philip really has problems in his character between being as his father or being as empathic, more or less, as his mother. And you see that struggle, let's say, in his face. He constantly tries to be tough, but then gets confronted with all kinds of sensitive stuff and then he cannot be tough anymore you also see that here in naomi when she encounters drummer last two podcasts i discussed whether bobby and amos would hook up well perhaps we see something of it here i think she will go with him but not with him she will find another guy or girl in the brothel But if she goes with Amos, this could be a reason for a little clash with Clarissa. Although nobody would have expected that for the last three episodes to happen something like that. Okay, that was all for now. Greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands.
1: Yeah, Fred, Philip is definitely one of those characters that's just one week, he's in one mindset and something happens the next week and it changes. And it's just back and forth. And you got to feel sorry for the kid. I mean, <laughs> to have that much angst at this point in his life is just heartbreaking, basically.
0: It's rough seeing it and it's going to cause just tears. And I still don't know where it's going. Right. Because Marco was a jerk. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to die on that hill. Marco's a jerk. Yep. there's and much stronger n- language.
1: <laughs> no doubt about that. And have my fingers crossed that somehow he makes it out alive. I don't know how it's going to happen, but fingers crossed. And yeah, them not showing us Bobby's decision, if she went with him or not, was... A
0: little bit of a letdown. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, all right, what if kind of scenario. It's like, if she yes. did, if she didn't, if she went with him and it wasn't with him. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. She's uh, gonna Amos was lit. <laughs> I want to know, though. I really do. Give me yes. behind the scenes.
1: Yes, we definitely need a behind-the-scenes with them two explaining that whole situation and at least what their headcanon was as to whether or not they did or they didn't. (laughs) And Fred, it looks like we are set up for an amazing finale for this season,
0: so... I don't know if I'm ready.
1: Yes, I know. Me either. And as always, Fred, we appreciate your feedback and are looking forward to hearing what your thoughts are on the finale.
0: Thanks, Fred. Well, we'd
1: love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 10 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback, be it email or audio, to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use. Good ratings and review help other fans of the show find us as there are a lot of Expanse podcasts out there. Tell your friends and we do hope you're enjoying our podcast and don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone
0: podcast. You can check everything out at www.fangirlzone.com and we have a contacts page too where you can get a hold of us all the different ways, all the different platforms. There are many. The only thing we don't do is, like, carry your pigeon. I don't have a cage. (laughs) Nope. But for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlas,
1: And I'm Steve. If we have to send more people to their death, at least we can do is give them a fucking chance to win.
0: And until next time.